Hello, Ambush, and welcome to this episode of the Desert Tiger Podcast. Here with me, your host, Colton G. And today on the show, we are rejoined by Canadian dark pop artist, Rain. Yes, as Rain takes us behind her debut EP, False Love, it released on July 30th, so just last Friday. And if you didn't catch our first conversation with Rain earlier this year, she took us behind the first taste, the first single off of this debut EP with Envious. And now today, it is time to get the rest of the story as we dive behind some of the other tracks off of False Love, like the second single off this EP entitled Sour Candy with which in it came Rain's first true music video in which she had a team to help her out because we also discussed before how she was crafting her own lyric video. So what was it like to finally have a little bit more help, a little bit more production into everything? We're also going to dive into the fact that Rain recently played her first live show in over a year, four days, five days before this EP release. So what was it like to sort of preview some of these tracks for the live audience finally after waiting for so long? All of this and oh so much more in today's episode of the DTP and it's all brought to you by DesertTigerMerch.com where you go to copy yourself something to represent the show everywhere that you go. And now that you know who it's brought to you by, and now that you know who our guest is, I think it's time that Rain told you, us, a little bit about some false love. So let's go. The Desert Tiger Podcast. Hello. Hello. How's it going, Rain? Good, thanks. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Having a, uh, outside of the smoke, it's a beautiful day. <laughs> yeah, you're a little more northern than me, right? Yes, yes, uh, Kamloops. So, it's, uh, didn't see a whole lot of the sun today. Ugh. And when you do, it's bright orange and red. <laughs> Scary looking, like you're on Mars. Yeah, it just makes the smoke look even more intimidating, and it's like, no, no, close the blinds. Yeah, <laughs> I can't look outside. Well, I'm glad to hear you've got a little bit clearer skies where you are than Yes, there. we do. It's lovely and sunny, and I can breathe the air without choking, so that's nice. Lovely, lovely, jealous. Not flex. <laughs> Just envious right now. <laughs> Good one. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Which was actually, I believe, the thing that we connected about last time to talk. Yes, it is. I believe All so, right? All right. Awesome. And now we're moving into this debut EP. Yes, we are. It's called False Love. Drops tomorrow. I am very excited. Goodness. My goodness. Tomorrow. That's pretty damn exciting. Ooh. Ooh. Wonderful. And we're here to talk a little bit more, get a little bit more of the story that leads us here. Are you ready to jump on in? Absolutely. Okay. Well, like we said. We left off with your a final track of 2020 there with Envious. It's now 2021 brought us a, a little bit of uh, some fun vibes, maybe a little bit of sourness too with a uh, 
Sour Candy, which was your second single off of False Love. So take us a little bit behind this uh, fun track. Sour Candy was a song that I wrote with um, Tavish Crow and Ryan Stewart. They're two people that I like some of my all-time favorites to work with when I'm writing songs. Originally, we actually wrote that song for someone else. And then after I heard the demo, I decided I want to keep it. (laughs) So I ended up releasing it and it didn't go to the record company that we're pitching it to. Um, Yeah. Fun music video. I love it. Hmm. Awesome. And then you mentioned music video. I believe this is your first actual music video because I know that you did like your lyric videos and stuff before, but this is like the actual first music video, right? Yes, I did one for the low, um, but that was like through the record company um, Anthem. And so this was one where like I was like, I'm in control of how it is. <laughs> um, and it was a lot of fun. Crazy, crazy like recording schedule, though. We started at, um, I think, 10 o'clock, which is when the uh, store shut down. We asked the owners like, hey, can we film here? And they're like, yeah, whatever. Like, prefer if you did it after we closed. And so we're like, yeah, OK, we're not going to like ruin your, your day with customers and stuff. Um, and we filmed until 4.30 in the morning. <laughs> it was nightmarish. Um, but it was a lot of fun. And I had a lot of caffeine, which really helped propel me through it. It would definitely help. You can see the, some five-hour energies in the background and some energy drinks as well. So it's, uh... I was chugging the mint yerbas that they had in the refrigerator. So like we, we were like buying items throughout the night to keep us going. <laughs> Sustenance. Well, thankfully, well-stocked enough that it's, uh, you know... Didn't have to live on just the candy alone. Yeah. <laughs> so you said you had a little bit more of a, a hand in it. So did like you plan some of the video or like how do you mean in that aspect? Um, so the video like concept was written up by the director, Ash, Ashes. I call him Ash in person. I, he goes by Ash's fifth born like on social media and stuff. He's a really, really cool guy. And so that was his concept for the video. But. I had a lot more like artistic say and like, hey, we should film something like this or maybe we should change this or can we like edit this scene slightly differently? Just little things like that that I felt like I could like, you know, impart my not wisdom, but opinion on. <laughs> OK, so it was very open to your ideas and like you didn't come in with like a set like, no, this is the vision. It's like, oh, no, that's actually a good idea. Let's throw that in there. Let's see what it looks like. It was very collaborative, which is something I really like. Why I like co-writing? Because it's all collaboration. Exactly. It's some people like have like a, a opinion of co-writing and think that there's like, for some reason, there's something wrong about it. But it like absolutely not, because when you have so many people with like various different experiences, you can capture so much more within a song sometimes. Right. Absolutely. There's so many people that have these like really antiquated views of like what songwriting should be and what music should sound like. And they always say that pop music is like really simple and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, I could probably write, I don't want to bash any genre. Like I could probably write like a folk song where I was allowed to be a little more free form and by myself in a much quicker time than writing a pop song because it's so concise. Like I've worked with um, artists in other genres who are like, oh yeah, I can write pop super easy. And then they get in the writing session. They're like, oh my God, it all has to be super. Like you need to say what you're saying in the shortest amount of words possible. <laughs> So it's, it's very different um, than a lot of other genres, but. Mm-hmm, that's it. Is there's no like seven minute guitar rock operas going on here inside the pop genre. You can't fill it in with like a sick guitar solo or drum 
you little Phil. <laughs> Actually, there's, there's a little like way to fit, and it's there's a way to do it, and it's with like with each genre. That's it. We're not bashing it, but it's each one has their own style, its own thing, and it's everyone can look at it and oh well, I can totally just grab a guitar and go doodly 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 do, but like whatever it happens to be, right? Like yeah, definitely. So you mentioned that the video was uh, the shoot was maybe a little bit hellish. Is there any specific reasons for that? Or? Oh, it's just the late hour. I am such a baby. Like I get in bed at nine thirty every night, and then I like read on my phone for a little bit, and then I'm asleep, dead to the world. Wake up in the morning, and I start my day again. I am not a person who wants to stay up till four thirty in the morning filming. <laughs> okay, so when you said that caffeine was taken, it's caffeine was necessary. Yeah, there was um. <laughs> There were, one of the girls, Alex, who was in the video, she had like never had a Red Bull before. And she's like, I'll be fine. I won't need this. And then it was like 1.30 in the morning. And she's like, okay, I'm going to do it. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to, this is going to be my first ever Red Bull. I don't drink caffeine, but I need it to, to get through this evening. <laughs> you unleashed a monster. Yes. I created a terrible, terrible monster for her to deal with later. <laughs> caffeine addiction. Ah, uh, the joys of growing up. <laughs> awesome. And of course, there was a third single that was released in between then and the release of this EP with Who's Sorry Now. So a little bit of a different energy there. So take us a little bit behind this track. I feel like Who's Sorry Now is a little bit like kind of dancier. We were more inspired by like Dua Lipa for that song and just some like Whenever I'm writing songs, I always take inspiration. This one was a little bit more of like a kind of dancey vibe, which is something I wanted to try and explore a little bit. I don't know if it's necessarily like a genre that I'll be doing forever, but I wrote the song with Troy Sampson and Ryan Stewart, again, who he produced like all of the songs on the EP, except for one. And um, we just like tried it out and had a lot of fun. Awesome. So you said they're like dancier and trying to capture that other vibe there so with the rest of this ep you're just trying to explore like quite a few various things here or is there sort of a set theme you would think it like it makes sense when you're listening to it i paid attention while i was like ordering all the tracks that it didn't seem like jarring and like it was jumping between oh this is a really dance and then here's a really sad ballad i don't have any ballads on it um but i think you can tell there's a slight lean towards a dark pop direction for me with um, two of the tracks on the EP that haven't been released yet, but they will be by the time this podcast is out um, with Is It Cool For Lonely and Nothing To Bleed For. And so writing those songs, I was like, ooh, you know, like trying this dark pop kind of thing for myself. And I kind of realized this is this is what I've always kind of been wanting to do and explore. And I think I've found where I want to be for now. So those other songs kind of, I think, show that journey to where I kind of ended up in the dark pop-ish world. So yeah. Hmm. So this EP not only helped you to express yourself, but also it's sort of helped to uh, set that path to help you lead into that direction, moving into the future from here as well. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Well, all right. Exciting. Exciting. Another thing that's very exciting is as of the recording of this interview, you played like your first show in like well over a year, like four days ago. I did. It was incredible. I missed playing my guitar and just singing on stage. It was so fun. Um, Yeah, it's not the same as like it was before COVID when I was doing like opening for artists and playing with a band and stuff. 
but it was still a lot of fun. And I got to see all my family came out and some friends and people I wasn't expecting. I was like, oh my God, you're here. Hi, it's so lovely to see you. It's been a long time. Um, yeah, and it was, it was just a really good night. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I enjoy that. Did you play a lot of these newer songs there that evening? I did. I like my family and stuff. They've all heard them already. So I was like, you know, this one, and then I'd start singing like scar tissue or whatever. And you know, it was, it was fun to kind of get to plug my EP and be like, Hey, if you like this song, go pre-save it. And now you can, you'll be able to hear it on the 30th. So. (laughs) Of course, of course. And if you're listening to this as a listener, the EP's out already, so you should go and listen to Scar Tissue and all of the other incredible songs that aren't singles as well with that. So going like into sort of the future there, you mentioned that this show, you sort of had to play it solo. Are you planning on sort of bringing back that full band vibe again or? Definitely. Like if I'm doing smaller gigs, um, like in restaurants and things like that, I just do it by myself. But if I'm going to be doing any like festivals or um, concerts, like opening for people and stuff like that, I'm going to bring the band back. Band back's band is back together, you know? <laughs> um, and yeah, so obviously I have to rehearse quite a bit, get back into like moving on the stage and interacting with an audience and get my cardio back up. Cause that has definitely been lacking recently. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to get to do that with my band again. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing too, that a lot of people like don't put into like the mindset of things where they think it's just, Oh, you write a, an easy pop song. And then you take it to the live stage and it's, oh, it's just nice and easy. And you get your choreography. And it's like, yo, choreography is hard. Remembering? I cannot dance. I refuse to dance. Like for a while, there were some people that are like, you're going to have to learn to dance. Like, because this mentality of like every pop artist needs to be Britney Spears. Britney Spears is Britney Spears. She's incredible. She, every day I see like a video of her on Twitter and I'm like, how is this woman not a robot? She's like astounds me right I will never do that because I I can't and that's not who I am as an artist and I respect it so much but I'm never going to be forced to dance (laughs) well it's good and it's good that you know what you want to and it's even if you're not dancing it is difficult to project your voice while trying to work a crowd because you just don't want to stand in one spot and do that you have to work everybody there has to be like movement there has to be like trying to like because there's the feedback between you and the crowd and everything else. So it's, it's just, once again, it's everybody thinks that maybe it's, oh, it's just so easy, but it's like, oh goodness, no. If you think it's easy run on the spot and sing a song and sound good while you're doing it for like an hour, because <laughs> that's what it is. So I need to get back running, hit the pavement. <laughs> Cardio is important. Cardio. Very, very important for sure. (laughs) So, of course, we mentioned that, like, you've done your first music video with Sour Candy and everything else. Is there any other, like, visual goodness coming our way? I know that you've been working on a lot of those covers still, which off, like, you do very creative filming for as well. So, like, what what is the uh, future otherwise than just, like, maybe getting back on stage? What does that hold? I do have a music video coming out. It's for Is It Cool For Lonely, which is my favorite song in the EP. It's like the featured track. It's the very first one. Um, I've definitely like slowed down the number of covers that I'm, I'm doing because I was getting like really burnt out because I was doing a new one every 
every other week and then I'd have a short cover every single week. And I was like, oh my God, there's a finite amount of like songs in the world (laughs) that I can sing and that I want to sing and that I can make videos for and that will do well. And so I think on that front, like don't, don't expect them to go back to every other week once I'm less busy. Um, but there'll definitely be some coming up and I have like future singles planned and stuff like without touring to support your music. You just got to keep releasing new song, new song, new song really quick. So I'm planning ahead already and I have a bunch of stuff lined up. Ooh, okay. So already planning to that next move, just because like you said, sometimes it's getting to that touring level. You sort of have to get to exactly that a certain level. So it's just rocking that BC scene and just continuing to make sure that you're getting out there, getting your name out there, getting heard and otherwise. Okay, making you got your. It sounds like you got your uh, music business strategy a down pat for the rest of twenty twenty one here. I hope it works. <laughs> well, I hope so as well. I mean, it looks like it's going good so far. Uh, do you have any um, upcoming shows to like talk about or otherwise, or still just sort of waiting for that? I'm waiting. I think I'm going to be performing at a music festival at the end of the month just by myself. It's called um, Forest Cat, and it's like kind of out, of out of Squamish. It's a new music festival, and it's like the first one they're ever putting on. So it's very like kind of indie run, and it's all run by musicians. And I got a, a message on Instagram like, hey, do you want to perform here? I was like, absolutely. Why not? Like, it'll be really fun. So if you're going to be there, I will also be there. Ooh. Well, a new festival does sound kind of exciting. I might have to find my way down there. All right. Awesome. So, like you said earlier, very excited for the EP release, which, I mean, it hits streaming services in less than seven hours as of right now. So that countdown, it is on. What's the anticipation like right now? How are you feeling? I'm just really excited. I'm, I'm always so excited when I release new music for people to finally get to hear it. You know, like, I feel like you are kind of stuck in an echo chamber as a musician where you like create a song and then you just share it with friends and family. And like, obviously not everyone's going to say it's good. Um, Some people be like, this sucks. You're like, no, you're right. That's why I'm not releasing this song. (laughs) Um, But it's nice to get like input from my audience and just to like let people see what I've been doing. All right. Awesome. Well, they will find out very, very soon. Well, they'll already know by the time that this interview's out. But either way, always good to know to sort of get that time capsule of uh, beforehand, that anticipation. So I'm very excited for you as well. I hope that this release crushes it so far. It seems like everything's going very, very well. So I want to thank you for once again joining me here on the Desert Tiger podcast train. Thank you once again for having me. It's been a lot of fun. Oh, Ambush, I hope that you enjoyed this conversation with dark pop artist Rain as we dove behind her new debut EP, False Love, which you can find right now. Yes, right now on your favorite music streaming service. You can also go ahead and follow Rain on social media so that you can stay up to date with any upcoming concert dates, new music announcements in the future, all of those fun things as well. You can find links to that down in the description below. I need to go ahead and thank Strut Entertainment for going ahead and setting this conversation up. 
I need to thank German at your podcast editor.com for making everything sound so good. And I need to thank you, The Ambush, for tuning on into this episode of the DTP. If you've yet to join up with The Am, it's as easy as subscribing to this podcast. Yes, that easy. You can also help us grow by sharing this episode, giving us a five-star review, and also by heading on over to DesertTigerMerch.com and copying yourself something to represent the show. And by the time that this releases, we should have those red shorts in stock. So hopefully that is the case. But either way, they're available to pre-order on DesertTigerMerch.com. So you might as well head on over. We also have some longer style shorts for some of those people who maybe didn't want to rock the shorty short style. So we got you covered. You know where. And with that, it's about time that we say our bye-byes, but not before I tell you to go out and find your roar. And then when you find that roar, you let it out into the world to let them know just how powerful, wondrous, beautiful, incredible, awe-inspiring, magnificent, fantastic, all the friggin' words I can't think of right now. You're all of them. You are all of them. And don't you forget it. And until next time, bye-bye, Ambush. The Desert Tiger Podcast.